Welcome to Top Advisor Radio, featuring interviews with some of the world's top financial professionals and trusted advisors. You'll hear what drives them, what makes them different, and how they help their clients reach their financial and personal goals. And now your host of Top Advisor Radio, Matt Halloran. Hello, this is Matt Halloran. And today, I am going to be interviewing Scott Stoffer, who is a certified financial planner and the managing partner of Better Wealth, to get to know him a little bit better. So good morning, Scott. How are you, sir? Good morning, Matt. Doing great. Good. Well, here's the million-dollar question that most of our listeners really like to find out, which is, why did you decide to become a financial advisor? That's a good question. You know, Matt, I spent my first part of my career doing nonprofit work as a teacher and an educator working in nonprofits and and made a shift when I was a little older and I went back to business school. When I got out of business school, I was really looking for a way to combine my passion for education and teaching that I really enjoyed, as well as some new interests that I had in personal finance. You know, Matt, I was reading a business case study in business school and it talked about working at small financial planning firms. Mm -hmm. And I thought that would be a great opportunity. So I looked into it and, and here we are 15 years later. Wow. What's your favorite kind of client? If you were going to tell me, Matt, these are the ideal people that I like to work with so our audience can hear that. Who who are you really looking for and who do you think you do your best work with? Yeah, that's a, um, our, our focus is really working with clients who are about 10 years out from retirement or maybe just uh, already in retirement. You know, we try to help them figure out have they saved enough for retirement? When's the best time to take Social Security? How do they coordinate all the withdrawals out of their accounts? things like that. Um, you know, and one of the things that I think makes us a little different is we don't have account minimums. We really try to sit back and think, are people a good fit? Can we add value? Can we make a difference? And uh, what we love most is when our clients contact us about all their financial questions and concerns, opportunities, ideas, whatever it may be, so that we can help them make better decisions. That's why we call ourselves Better Wealth, because we're really interested in helping people make better financial decisions. When you work with other people to help them achieve their goals, which is what I just heard you say, I mean, that's that's what Better Wealth really truly is. But what are your goals? What do you personally, as Scott Stoffer, want to achieve in life? I think, you know, I, I definitely want to be a successful business person. You always want to run a profitable business. But it's more important to me that our clients, you know, really feel value, that they really feel like we've made a contribution to their journey. Uh, same thing for our employees. We really want our employees to feel good about coming into work. So when I think about my goals, you know, it's running a successful business. It's helping clients reach their financial goals. It's helping my employees come to work every day and feel great about their job and their contribution. You know, I don't have real concrete goals around this amount of revenue or other things like that, that all takes care of itself. I try to focus more on the end product of what we're delivering, both to our clients as well as to our employees. So at the end, what are you hoping at, at the end, the end of it all for Scott Stoffer, what, what do you hope to have accomplished? Well, um, I hope to have built a business that I can really pass on to somebody else. Um, I don't see myself stopping, you know, at 60 or 65. This is a kind of business where you really love the relationships that you're in. So for me, it's just touching as many people as I can and combining that passion and interest in education and personal finance and really helping people make better financial decisions so that they can enjoy a little bit more of the freedoms that they might want to have. What is the best advice you've ever received as an overall human on this planet? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
You know, I'm going to say two things. I'm going to say one is hard work always wins. You know, you don't have to be the smartest. You don't have to be the best person with an impeccable timing, but just consistent hard work, in my opinion, always wins out in the end. Another one is um, I learned this one when I was in my educational career doing public policy work, leadership training, and it was that, that people can always tell if you are genuine or not. They can figure out whether they, they really know it or not, if you care or not. So, you know, you can't really put on a, a false front or anything. People will pick up on that. People know genuinely whether you care or not. And so uh, just be yourself and be genuine and, and they'll get that you care about them. I think that's the best advice I've gotten. So the first one, where, where did uh, where did that come from? Was that a parent or? Yeah, it was. You know, my uh, it was it was definitely just from little things, you know, when, when we moved to California, I think when I was in sixth grade, uh, we had one of those new houses that didn't have a front yard or a backyard. It was all dirt. So we had to put it in. So from the time I was in probably sixth grade to the time I graduated high school, I think I spent pretty much every weekend doing some kind of landscaping work or work with my dad in the house. And you just sort of get up, you get after it and, and you know that that hard work is going to pay off. Name something most people don't know about you or would be surprised to find out. Yeah, this one goes with the hard work. And uh, I went to college in a small town in Iowa and lived in Iowa after college for about six years. So I spent about 10 years there. And um, if I could do it all over again, I would love to be a farmer. There's just something about getting up, driving a truck, being in tractors, looking at stuff growing, taking care of livestock that just to this day, uh, it just excites me and, uh, it wasn't meant to be and that's okay. Um, but if I could do it all over again, I'd love to be a farmer. Hmm. What's the one thing the general public should know about financial advisors and their advice that you don't think that they know or gets overshadowed by noise and marketing? Yeah, that's a, a good thing. And there's a lot of um, talk about this today. There's a, I want people to understand there's a difference between what we call the suitability standard of care that most advisors have to use versus a fiduciary standard of care where you really have to put the client's needs first. Uh, it's just not talked about enough. It's really the difference between what I call selling product versus providing advice and in many ways, it's it's an adaptation of the role of the financial advisor has really shifted from picking investments to helping clients understand and implement the best practices of wealth management. And so I just think it's super important for people to work with an advisor who has the higher standard of care, the fiduciary care. On a grand scheme, how many advisors do you think in your area live by that same mantra that that you just shared with us well you know i i'm gonna just i have no idea what the numbers are but it's not as many as as advisors that are out there let's put it that way the dominating aspect is that most advisors work in large broker dealer firms in banking institutions where they can tiptoe back and forth between that standard of care and it's just not not something that's in the best interest of advisors or in, of clients so i think that that's really um the most important thing is having a fiduciary standard of care for your clients where you are required to put their needs first, where if there's a potential conflict of interest, you have to disclose it and do everything you can to make sure that it ends up in their favor. If you had the undivided attention of everybody in the world, like somehow I was able to broadcast the brilliance of Scott Stauffer all over 
the world for just 30 seconds, what would you say? Um, it kind of goes with the goals thing you asked earlier. You know, if you were pressing me, are there any, you know, real concrete goals that you have for your business? Um, it's more of the impact that I have on people. So if I had everybody's undivided attention, I would want to say people seldom remember your accomplishments, but they always remember whether you are nice to them or not. And I think that if we could step back and sort of say at all these retirement parties that I've been to for different clients or friends or colleagues, uh, you know, people don't necessarily talk about, oh, Jim or Frank or Susie did these great work on these projects and this is what we were able to accomplish. They talk about how they impacted their lives. And more often than not, it's about what a nice person they were or how they helped them in this situation. And so I think that's what our company needs to be about. I think that's what our employees need to be about. And I think if more people were about that, remembering it's not necessarily our accomplishments, but it's whether we were nice to people or not, things might be a little better. Well said. Well said. With all of that in mind, what is your idea of success? And when you think of success, what are some of the key things that come to mind? Finding out what you love to do and figuring out how to make a career of it. You know, that's the key right there. There's too many people that just uh, end up doing something that might uh, help them make uh, the payments on the bills. And gosh, if you can find out um, what you love to do and then figure out how to make a career of it, then that's success. Uh, another big part of success that we kind of talked about is happiness, learning how to be responsible for your own happiness. When I think about, uh, you know, really successful people that I look up to, uh, in my life who have impacted me, I tend to look at them and they tend to be happy people. They just wear a happy face uh, time and time again, no matter what's going on in their lives. So uh, for me, it's it's the idea that learning how to be in control of your own happiness and, and learning how to be around people who provide you more happiness is really a, a successful thing. If people want to contact you after they've heard this podcast, because they say, you know what, I like this Scott guy. He seems to have the right outlook on being a financial services professional. And this is what I'm looking for in somebody who I want to have a lifelong relationship with. What is the best way for people to contact you? The best way is to go to the website. It's uh, www.betterwealth.us, as in U.S. So that's betterwealth.us. All of our contact information is there. You can give us a call. You can email us, and we'd be happy to talk about your situation. Well, if you don't mind, can you share your phone number, please? Sure. It's 408-659-2390. All right. One more time. 408-659-2390. Magnificent. Now, are you uh, on any social channels? We are. We're on LinkedIn and we're on Twitter. Uh, for LinkedIn, you just look for Better Wealth. And then on uh, Twitter, our handle is Better Wealth Us, U.S. Very nice. So Better Wealth Us. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Scott Stoffer. Uh, I really, really appreciate you giving our listeners an opportunity to get to know you better. Um, so I'm Matt Halloran again, and that was Scott Stoffer, the Certified Financial Planner and Managing Partner of Better Wealth. Thank you very much, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic.